0: You're listening to a special edition of On the Record, online with Eric Schwartzman, the official podcast of the Public Relations Society of America International Conference, October 16th through 19th, 2010, in D.C., featuring conference keynote speakers, panelists, and newsmakers. To join PRSA or register for the conference, visit PRSA.org.
1: Warden, a vice president in the Minneapolis office of PR giant Weber Shandwick, goes on the record online with us at the PRSA International Conference 2010 in Washington, D.C. Brooke recently led the U.S. Census Bureau's uh, public relations campaign, and she joins us today to talk about crisis communications and how Weber Shandwick is working with organizations to prepare for crisis situations using a new tool called Firebell, a social media Crisis Simulator. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you, Sandra. It's a pleasure to be here. Glad to have you here. So, the team at Weber-Shanwick has been busy lately developing FireBell. Can you tell us what it is and how it's being used?
2: Sure. FireBell is actually an application that allows our clients to participate in a social media crisis drill in real time. Because what we found is that crisis is really taking off. In some cases, it actually begins in the social media sphere. And so what we wanted to do is create a tool that help our clients to do uh, crisis drills in in the social media sphere so that they could react to uh, potential issues in real time. So it's really a tool that we created for that purpose.
1: So... The first, it's the first simulator of its kind, correct? There's That's right. All right. Yes, we
2: believe that it is. And yes, un- we're breaking new ground.
1: I understand that it has recently won an award. PR News.
2: That's right. We were very thrilled uh, to be recognized at, at PR News uh, for the for the innovative thinking behind Firebell.
1: So you're rolling it out with clients, and um, you know. The, the idea of developing it, a Firebell, how did that come about? Was it an aha moment around the board table or was it um, through gradual work, talking with clients and just realizing that you don't really get a social media crisis until you've lived one?
2: You know, I think it was really what we were seeing with our clients and that we were, we were working with clients to manage uh, crisis situations in social media, mm-hmm. but that our crisis training and our crisis drills didn't really reflect that reality. We saw that uh, what we were using with clients were oftentimes very static tools such as PowerPoints or or press releases and we really wanted something to reflect what the current communications environment really looks like so it was very much a a client driven uh, inspiration we saw saw the need um, with the situations that our clients were facing every day and so we really came up with this based on those needs.
1: So you actually create a simulated crisis do you look at a specific client and is it a very client specific crisis you create something based on Uh, their business and their... Yes,
2: yes, it's customized to the particular client situation. So we really want something that feels very relevant and applicable to them. So in each case, we really work with the client beforehand, before going into this full day training uh, to make sure that the the situation is customized and feels very real to them.
1: Yet the client does not know what's ahead, do they?
2: That's right. They don't. Uh, they don't. Again, because we want it to feel uh, very real and uh, we want the drill to, to be as lifelike as, as possible. And so um, they don't know exactly what they're going to be responding to, but we work very hard in advance to make sure that it will be, it will be relevant and feel like something that truly matters to them and something that could potentially happen.
1: <laughs> so give us, give us an example um, of, an, of a kind of scenario that you've actually put into place. Tell, step us through what happened for that client?
2: Well, you know, this actually came up, um, the, the framework that was the basis for Firebell um, actually came up th- through our work with the Census Bureau. And um, one of the, the situations that we dealt with there um, was a case where the Census Bureau uh, was being criticized for advertising uh, during the Super Bowl. And um, that situation really became, I think, kind of the inspiration for... Um, the, the type of crisis that we would like to be able to train our, our clients for in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, that situation actually occurred um, before we invented Firebell, mm-hmm. um, but it's those types of situations. Um, you know, responding to something that maybe the criticism started in Twitter, Mm -hmm. uh, but then the mainstream media starts to pick up on it, and before you know it, you have a full-blown crisis on your hands. Mm -hmm. And you need to be able to respond uh, through social media channels as well as traditional channels as well. Um, So it's really our our work for the Census Bureau that that inspired um, Firebell, and um, that work also was recently recognized uh, uh, with a PR News Award for uh, Best Crisis Management in Social Mm Media. So without going into any specific um, client situations where we've actually used Firebell, I can tell you that sure. our census work was really the inspiration.
1: Okay, well, if you can't give us something specific, can you give us a hypothetical? What uh, What kind of crisis might somebody face? And in a drill, what is that client called to do?
2: Sure, yeah, well, um, you know, I can say, again, um, going back to our to our census work, let's say that um, the client, in this case, the Census Bureau, was being criticized for uh, for purchasing time on on the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, what we would do in that case is actually ignite the crisis in social media, um, so all of our clients would be would be sitting around in a room um, and they would be they would be watching this crisis unfold in social media, and we at Weber Shandwick um, are actually creating. Uh, a dialogue, and it, it feels very real. It's not real. Um, and the other thing I should say is that it's it's very uh, secure, so um, all, no one else can all, see it.
1: It's all taking place offline.
2: It's offline, right? But it, it still it still feels very real. Um, and then we actually ask our clients to respond as if it were actually happening. Um, during this full day of training and then um, what we do is we we give them feedback on you know this you handled this really well and here are some opportunities uh, for improvement. here are some things that you could have done differently.
1: So do you know as uh, as the person the, the people behind Firebell how um, a situation is going to play out or is it really dependent, highly dependent on how the client chooses to respond. I think that's one of the things that
2: makes it so so lifelike and real is we don't know either. We Weber Shandwick don't know exactly how our clients are going to respond. So while they're responding to us on the fly, we're responding to them on the fly as well. So there is a bit of, you know, we don't know exactly where this is going. Uh, And that's another thing that makes it so effective and and very lifelike, true to life.
1: We're talking with uh, Brooke Warden about social media crises and uh, Firebell, the new social media crisis simulator developed by Weber Shanwick. And when we return, we're going to talk a little bit more about the lessons learned.
0: This January 2011, Paul Gillen and Eric Schwartzman bring you the first book devoted exclusively to B2B social media communications. Packed with business-to-business case studies and applied knowledge, Social Marketing to the Business Customer is the most comprehensive collection of B2B social media marketing guidance ever assembled. B2B markets are driven by value and relationships. That's very different from B2C markets. This book's a hands-on guide. It walks business people step-by-step step through the process of using social media to find and engage business customers and ultimately drive more revenue. Social Marketing to the Business Customer is available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Borders or buy it at our show blog at ontherecordpodcast.com. Also available for iPad and Kindle.
1: We're back with Brooke Warden. We're at the PRSA International Conference 2010 in Washington, D.C., and we're talking with Brooke about social media crises, what it takes to get through them, and what tools are available to cope with them? And we're talking about FireBell, a social media crisis um, simulator that uh, various companies are being uh, that are putting to use right now. So, you've uh, we go back to the scenario where you've uh, run a client through a day with FireBell, a day of actually in real time going through a social media crisis and watching it unfold. Um, what are some of the chief lessons that, that uh, people are learning from that after they've experienced a crisis uh, that felt very real? Um, what, what have they learned? Sure. Well, I think one of the lessons learned we're
2: seeing is that it, with social media, it's, it's very important to listen. Um, to what's being said and, and be aware of the, the conversations that are happening around the issue. But the other thing I would add to that is that it's important to not listen for for too long uh, without having your own voice being heard. And so I think that that's, that's one thing that we're, we're seeing with our clients is that it's very important to make sure that, that you are part of the conversation. You're listening to what's being said, but but you're responding and you're responding as as quickly as possible. And that, that typically involves a shorter response time than than what some clients are used mm-hmm. to with, with traditional media.
1: Mm-hmm. And that is, um, you've just named two knee-jerk reactions. Uh, one is the immediate response before you've had the opportunity to really get your arms around what the situation is. And the other is uh, paralysis through analysis. That's really, right. That That's you, a great you know, way to put it. You have to have the perfect response. And really, as uh, PR professionals, um, our, our goal really is to guide the client to, to move sensibly and quickly, and perhaps um, an awkward response is better than no response at all, because it buys you time, t- you know, to, c- to continue considering consi- considering the you know the situation at hand. And um, you know, there are uh, sentiment analysis tools that are out there in the market that allow people to get a read on all the communications that are going on in a rapid fire. Uh, Time frame on Facebook and Twitter. But those social you know, sentiment analysis tools really aren't very accurate at their best. They estimate they may be about 60% accurate. So is it really possible to, when you're being hit by, you know, thousands of Facebook posts by people who have gotten angry. Uh, is it really possible to get your handle on all that communication out there and really understand how big your crisis is? Well, I think that you can get a, a general
2: sense, and I think you can get a, a general sense of the way issues are breaking fairly quickly. And one of the tools that we used uh, in our work with the Census Bureau was Radian Six. And I, you know, one another lesson learned, I would say, is that it's important to be listening all the time, not just when. When, when issues are breaking, it's it's really important to have social media monitoring be an ongoing constant activity that you're undertaking because then you have a, a strong foundation from which to begin. Um, so that I would say that that's another lesson learned. And I, I think you're absolutely right that you're probably not you're not going to get it perfectly, but you can get a, a general sense of the way the issue is breaking and then very quickly move to formulating what your response needs to be.
1: So that's building a community of advocates who can exactly. help you in a social media crisis.
2: That's exactly right, and, and that's that's one of the things that was very, I think, encouraging and a great lesson learned through our work with the census is that a lot of times, when issues would come up in social media, because we had done that—that that ongoing communication—we had our, had our advocates responding to issues on our behalf. So, in some cases, we didn't—we didn't always have to respond because sometimes our advocates would do that for us.
1: Mm-hmm. So, putting putting companies or organizations through a, a simulation of a, of a social media crisis—do you think it's possible to? Um, to take away information from that or take away strategy from that kind of simulation that actually allows you to diffuse a crisis before it becomes a crisis? Or is it really there to just help you weather a crisis?
2: Well, I think the power of Firebell is really that it allows you to experience what that crisis would feel like in in real time. I think that's the that was the primary purpose behind creating this application, but I do think that eventually it could also teach us some lessons about how to head off a crisis perhaps more quickly or, you know, even Responding to something in a way that that diffuses a situation in a shorter amount of time So Mm -hmm. I think we're really, you know, just beginning to to understand um, what the true power of firebell could be that wasn't the primary (laughs) intent um, Behind it. It's really more this is a drill and let's let's feel what this would really be like um, in real time Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think the lessons learned are you know could definitely expand to include that
1: Obviously, one of the most recent social media crises, and it was bigger than social media, um, was the BP oil spill, which played out across the traditional media, played out across social media channels. And um, you know there were um, Facebook and Twitter accounts that popped up that were mocking BP. So it wasn't just on their own sites, but other sites as well. Um, talk for a minute about what lessons you think BP might have learned if they'd actually uh, gone through such a simulation in real time ahead of time.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I think one of the lessons learned from from watching the whole BP crisis unfold is that no one seemed to have anticipated that a, a crisis of that magnitude could happen. It, it seemed to have caught literally everyone by surprise. And I think, you know, had there been... Uh, a drill done on a scenario of that nature, or uh, a simulation done in firebell, I think that it potentially could have could have fostered more transparency along the way and I, I think that that would have been a very a very powerful thing to um, to have had BP um, pay more attention to. I think that um, you know as tragic as that as, as that scenario was I think that's that 's one of the lessons learned I think for for the entire profession is that um, it is really important to, to have to foster transparency and to be engaged with your stakeholders constantly um, you know and, all the time and so that and when it's authenticity
1: and, and empathy which I think so
2: and because then you have a reservoir of, of goodwill uh, to draw upon when when things like this happen and it just it felt in that case that, that was not that was not the case and there was a lot of um, you know my sense was trying to shut the conversation down. And um, you know, Firebell is exactly the opposite of that. It's how do you engage? How do you respond? How do
1: you be part of that conversation? Mm-hmm. Good. So, um, not everybody has access to Firebell. Um, you know, if you're if you're a PR professional, you're a business communicator, and you're working with a company, um, and you're th- you're, you're Thinking about the reality of what if a crisis hit us? How do we deal with it? Um, do you have some advice about how you can be prepared um, to handle a social media crisis, even sure. if you can't use yeah. a simulator?
2: Sure. Well, I mean, one thing I would say, if anyone is interested in, in learning more about FireBell, um, you know, please do visit us at Webershandbookcom uh, You know, we'd love to to talk to anyone out there who's interested about it, and you know, help you learn more about it. Um, if, if that isn't your situation, I would say really try to anticipate what are some of the, the situations that, that could occur. Um, BP,
1: for example, could have anticipated yeah, that they might have a major oil spill.
2: Right. I mean, and think about, you know, for your organization or your business, what, what, is your, what is your worst nightmare? What is your nightmare scenario? And how are you actually going to respond? And try to think through what are the steps you would take um, you know how would you how would you mitigate that and really try to try to think about it in terms of social media, um, not just static um, means of response such as you know the traditional press conference or news release. Although those things are very important as well and they still need to be part of the mix. Think about you know if you don't have 24 hours to respond, if you need to respond in real time, try to think through. What that would be and who's going to do it and try to make it as lifelike as possible. That's really what what Firebell does.
1: Well, and thinking across multiple channels, thinking about what audio do we have that we can put up? What video could we put together very quickly um, to be able to respond, to be able to use all the channels at our disposal through social media? Right, and I
2: would say be as specific as possible about about what those things are and roles and responsibilities and who's going to do what and, and what is this actually going to look like uh, because when the actual crisis hits, you'll you'll be that much further ahead of the game.
1: Great. Well, we've been talking with Brooke Warden from Weber Shandwick at the PRSA International Conference 2010 in Washington D.C. Brooke, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Sandra. My pleasure.
0: You've been listening to a special edition of On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman the official podcast of the Public Relations Society of America International Conference, October 16th through 19th, 2010 in D.C. To subscribe to the podcast or share feedback, post a comment to the show blog at ontherecordpodcast.com. Connect with us on Facebook or Twitter at On the Record, or send an email to eric at ericschwartzman.com. This podcast has been a special production of On the Record Online and the Public Relations Society of America. Unlike normal productions of On the Record Online, this episode recording cannot be duplicated without explicit permission from PRSA.